Hello and welcome to History for Weirdos. We're your hosts, Andrew and Stephanie. And each week, we're going to take you on a journey into the strange, obscure, and relentlessly entertaining corners of human history. Now listen up, friends, because it's about to get weird. What's going on, weirdos? Welcome to episode number 57 of the History for Weirdos podcast. We are back. We are happy to be here with another Weird History episode. Exactly. And before we dive into it this week, Mm -hmm. I wanted to give two recommendations to y'all. Yes. And these are, in a surprising twist of fate, non-history related recommendations. I'd say one of them is kind of history oh yeah well one's alternative history yeah yeah so i just recently started watching this tv show called for all mankind and it's basically an alternative reality to what happened with the space race yes and it it starts with man landing on the moon right and everyone's watching like it's june of 1969 you know someone's landing on the moon and all of a sudden a big soviet flag is planted and you're like what And then it pretty much just goes off from there. And every season is like a short period of time. Mm -hmm. But between seasons, you kind of jump between the decades. So like season one was like 1969 in like the early 70s. Season two was the early 80s. And then season, we just started season three and we're like in the mid 90s. Yeah. It's really interesting. It is alternative history. So like it's interesting to see what the show keeps. Mm Mm-hmm. As, as the history that we know and what things change. And, yeah. And it's kind of fun to see if you can pick up on the subtle differences that come up. Exactly. Obviously, uh, it involves the space race. So there's so, such a big focus on NASA and astronauts and space technology. And it's just really cool. It's right. It's a very good show. Uh, we were watching it and we said multiple times that we thought our podcast listeners would love this show. Yeah, absolutely. And then also for number two, mm-hmm. I binged a po- like a limited series podcast, I guess is the best way to describe it. There's yeah. only 10 episodes. There will only be 10 episodes of, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, it's a reimagining of season eight. Um, and I have to say this, it's called like, I think it's Game of Thrones season eight Redux. Yeah. And the story is vastly superior to that of the show. Yeah. I mean, to me, in my mind, I mean, this isn't reality, but in my mind, it's canon. <laughs> <laughs> like, in the only, I think the only gripe I have mm-hmm. with it is that some of the production quality isn't, like, great at times, but the story itself is fantastic. Yeah, and production quality, not in, like, a, like, it's cheesy or anything. It's just a sound thing. Right, it's just the sound thing. I think they got together, like, a bunch of different like voice actors and some of them I think are amateur you know not like professional voice actors right and they um you know they had limited I think capabilities but it's really good it's really well done so many of the voices sound like the voices oh my god the guy who did Jon Snow it's exactly the same they sound like the voices from the Game of Thrones TV show so it's really good obviously that's not history but who doesn't love Game of Thrones? Right. And it's like... And who doesn't love, like, crapping on season eight of Game of Thrones? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So those are the two recommendations Andrew and I... Mostly Andrew. Mostly me. ...was yeah. really excited to share with you. You binged the Game of Thrones season eight redux in... Probably like, in, like, three days. Yeah. Um, Like, full... And, I mean, every episode is, like, over an hour long. Yeah. 
um, or like roughly, I say on average is an hour. Some are shorter, some are longer. Um, but yeah, and it's a full 10 episodes. And you thought it was satisfying? It was very satisfying. Yeah. I only listened to a couple episodes. Right. And they were good, right? They were really good. And it get like the first episode is like, it, it sets up everything. So it's a little bit of a slow burn, but every episode after that is just gets faster and faster and faster. Mm-hmm. Incredible. So we hope you all enjoy those recommendations. Yes. Oh, also, I don't. Do I have my phone with me? Do you have your phone with you? you I do. took a picture of a book that I thought you all might enjoy. We did, or I specifically covered Josephine Baker in a previous episode of our podcast. She was an American um, performer, but she gained fame in France, and she did some time as a spy in World War II. Yes. And we went on a Barnes & Noble date last night. Um, Because, of course, we did. Because we're nerds, you guys. You know that. You know that. You know who we are. So we (laughs) went on a Barnes & Noble date, and I saw this. It's called Agent Josephine, American Beauty, French Hero, British Spy by Damien Lewis. I definitely want to read it at some point, and I thought you all would enjoy it as well. Exactly. Well, that's a a few recommendations, some that we, you know, I guess more than we typically give you. So I hope you guys enjoyed them. Yes. Please let us know if you like us giving recommendations. If you don't and you don't want to hear what we like... (laughs) Um, that'll be really hurtful, but I guess you could tell us that but too. But yeah, for whatever makes the podcast better. <laughs> yes. Really, we we just want the podcast to be good. So whatever you all like, we're down. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess, Stephanie, it is your week this week. So why don't you regale us with a tale? I will. I want to give a quick shout out to our lovely listener, Jess recommending this story idea oh nice she is a fellow history lover and she has a great instagram account called royalty past and present and i believe she's launching her own history podcast next year oh cool so definitely check her out on instagram again that's royalty past and present and thank you so much jess for this idea so i like i said jess dm'd us and i jumped at the chance to take this one because <laughs> despite I promise this is relevant despite my lactose intolerance that I developed in my 20s I'm a major cheese enthusiast okay and that is relevant <laughs> for today <laughs> because we will be discussing the Nottingham cheese riot and I love you had to say it in a, like an English accent I didn't even realize I did that <laughs> <laughs> I've been reading it in my head. It's hard to say Nottingham just like with yeah. a, like an like American accent, you know. Yeah. It's like Nottingham. Yeah, in my head I keep reading Nottingham. Uh, Nottingham. Yeah, there we go. But it's n- the Nottingham cheese riot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and for all of those wondering, my favorite cheeses. Mm, I, we were all wondering. I knew it. I mean, I wasn't because I know, but blue cheese. Ugh. Amazing. Shut up, babe. <laughs> Barada cheese. Incredible on everything. Do I like Barada? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Andrew doesn't remember what cheeses he likes. Yeah, I, I literally have to ask Stephanie, like, do I like this cheese? And she knows. Like, I mean, with, to a T, even like cheeses I haven't tried, I'll ask like, hey, do I like this or would I like this? And she'll be like, nope or yes. And she is, I think she's never been wrong. Yeah. That's called being married. You get yeah. weird abilities like that that is so weird like knowing your partner's cheese preferences 
Um, <laughs> and then my third, these are no, no particular order, you all. This is, mm. they're not ranked, right? So it's blue cheese, burrata, and then number three is cotija cheese, which is from Mexico. If you get cotija cheese, it's amazing, but then they sell like a, like a, a wheel of it, and it has chile on the outer edge. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, babe, what's your favorite cheese? I don't think I even have one, to be honest. Maybe just, like, sharp cheddar. I know, it's so basic. I'm so embarrassed for you right now. <laughs> that was so embarrassing. Right, I'm sure everyone <laughs> thinks that. Everyone's really embarrassed for you. Yeah, yeah. So definitely. now that we've discussed cheese, <laughs> I'm going to get on with this story. Oh, my God. Yes, please do. <laughs> I swear, everyone, I am not under the influence of anything. Guys, yeah, like, she's a sober Sally. Like, this is just her normally. Like, <laughs> just want to talk about cheese, okay? Yeah. I'll start a cheese podcast next. Yeah. What's your favorite cheese? Um, what are we doing? Okay, so it was October 2nd, mm-hmm. 1766. Oh, nice. In Nottingham, England. And the annual goose fair was in full swing. Okay. What? For many generations, folks had gathered at the goose fair to buy and sell livestock, food, and artisanal goods. But why is it a goose fair? That's a really good question. Are there geese? This this fair was originally created, actually, to honor the Feast of St. Matthew the Apostle around a thousand years ago. Nice. And it does not have anything to do with geese, as one might think. <laughs> so are they, like, honoring Maverick's, like, wing wingman? Yeah. Okay. So 1776 was a tough year. You mean 1766? Yeah. You're so American. It just slips the <laughs> <laughs> America just bleeding yeah, out of America. Seven, that's going to be really hard, actually. 1766 was a tough year at the Goose Fair due to poor harvests and then subsequent food shortages just across Europe. Mm -hmm. Um, Because of these shortages, obviously prices for food were skyrocketing. And in general, the people of Nottingham were understandably on edge. edge. They were like very in a big period of scarcity. But there are some interesting facts just a quick sidebar about the year 1766 that I thought was really interesting. In March of that year, King George III signed a bill repealing the Stamp Act. Ooh. Does this ring a bell? That rings a bell. After much debate in the English Parliament, which included an appearance by Ben Franklin. I, know, argue- I think I know him. Yeah, I've yeah. heard of that guy. Arguing for the repeal of this act and warning of a possible revolution in the american colonies if Hmm. the stamp act was enforced by the british military interesting spoiler alert he's right (laughs) (laughs) big spoiler spoiler alert on alert spoiler alert on the american revolution i love it it happens it happens guys in case you didn't know really interestingly another big thing that happened this year was Charles Edward Stewart, a.k.a. Bonnie Prince Charlie, becomes the new Stuart claimant to the throne of Great Britain. Um, He is the new figurehead of the Jacobite Revolution movement, and he's I think he's known as the Young Pretender. 
I think so. I think his dad was the old pretender and he's yeah. the young pretender. Could you tell that I hate him when I said his name? Yeah, I could really tell. You're, Bonnie, I, and you guys Prince couldn't Charlie. see it, but her face had a lot of like derision on it. <laughs> she, yeah, and I mean, if you have seen the Outlander TV show, like he is portrayed as, I mean, to be to put it frankly, like a little bitch. I I only base my opinion on him from Outlander. I, know, I was gonna say like I don't know if don't that's know. even remotely like historically accurate. I don't know anything else about him. Yeah, but like. <laughs> But because of... I mean, to be honest, I have read a little bit about him, and he does seem... I mean, he's just making all these, like, poor farmers, like, fight in his, like, rebellions to put his butt on the throne, you know? Yeah, I'm not down with that at all. Yeah. It just was such a sad, sad rebellion. It was. Um, Obviously very devastating. But I digress. I just wanted to share that there... This was a year where, like... There's a lot of stuff happening. Shit's about to get turbulent, you know? Yeah. So, back to the Goose Fair. Can you guess what one of the big sellers at the Goose Fair was? Cheese. Yeah, it was cheese. Because, of course, like, at a Goose Fair, it's going to be cheese. Mm Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Big wheels of cheese, in fact. Stephanie's in heaven. (laughs) So, this would most likely resemble the cheese that they would have sold in Mm -hmm. this area. I did look it up. Okay. What kind of cheese were they selling? I needed to know. Yeah. It would be like a modern day red. I'm not going to say this. Leicester. Leicester. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's how we think we say it. Red Leicester cheese. Um, I think that's right. Yeah. Let's go with it. Okay. So, as I said, because of food shortages, many folks were advocating to help keep local food local, right? Oh, So wow. they wanted... Local farmers and uh, butchers and everyone to sell their stuff within the community. Mm -hmm. So kind of like almost like farmer's markets today. Yeah. It was like a big farmer's market. (laughs) Of course, like like the Angelinos here were like, oh yeah, farmer's markets. Everyone was wearing Birkenstocks (laughs) and had like linen pants. It was a really good time. And man buns. And man buns. Yeah. All over the place. Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, So the idea was for obviously the farmers and merchants to prioritize selling to their own community so that mm-hmm. people wouldn't go hungry so quickly. Oh, that's sweet. Um, which seems reasonable enough. Yeah. And this is important to keep in mind for later. Okay. So everyone's out and about in their Birkenstocks getting some cheese, and they're already feeling pretty tense and anxious at an event that was normally like the highlight of the season. Okay. Because there's not a lot of food. Right. Then they notice... The cheese is really expensive. <laughs> there were recorded. <laughs> this is a lovely, weird episode, okay? Yeah, I am already loving this. There were recorded prices of cheese going for 28 to 36 shillings per, per hundredweight, which I guess means about like 180 pounds for. 112 pounds, like 180 like British, British pounds. pounds for 112 pounds of cheese. This is very confusing to me. This was apparently more than twice the recorded pricing at another market, the Coventry market, mm-hmm. just a week earlier. Oh, wow. But the pricing, the way they provided the pricing structure really confused me because do people buy cheese in 112 pound units? Yeah. Imagine how imagine going to like Trader Joe's today and being like, yeah, I'm on 100 pounds of cheese. Like you, that's like 
I don't even know how much money that would be. Yeah, so I don't know. Is that expensive? I mean, I guess, yeah. It was expensive to them. It's That's expensive all that matters. To them, yeah. They're really upset. They don't understand what it's like to live in 2022 in corporate America with inflation. So this is upsetting to them. Yeah. They haven't seen our gas prices. <laughs> They'll be like, what is gas? <laughs> <laughs> so on top of the expensive cheese prices, which had people really upset, a group of merchants from another county in Lincolnshire show up and they start buying up all the cheese because they wanted to resell it in at other even higher counties, prices at even higher prices in other counties oh my god so remember they wanted to keep their food local so this really pissed people off oh yeah the merchants soon found themselves surrounded by some angry quote-unquote lads <laughs> who demanded they not take the cheese out of nottingham when the merchants refused violence quickly broke out okay you know what if there is time travel i'm a hundred percent convinced that you started this riot okay you've caught me (laughs) (laughs) i totally would have i would have been one of these angry lads i would have started a riot i think a lad is a a male yeah it's a past life okay fair enough oh no time travel oh past life yeah there we go there we go So there's violence, and then that is followed by widespread looting of cheese. Shop owners were, (laughs) shop windows, excuse me, were broken, and hundreds of cheese wheels were thrown and rolled down the streets. Mm. The mayor of Nottingham attempted to restore order, but he was reportedly knocked over by rolling cheeses (laughs) and rendered unable to stop the townspeople i mean there are like just certain events in history where i just want to go back and just be on a fly on the wall and be like what is happening here yeah i just want to be there for the chaos yeah and the cheese so some locals arm themselves and then set up roadblocks on the city streets to prevent any merchants from carrying away the cheeses Mm. (laughs) a boat near Trent Bridge was seized, uh, so like a merchant ship, Yeah, and its cargo of cheese was looted, even though the ship captain had offered, I'll, you know what, I'll just sell you these cheeses at super low cost, please don't loot my ship. They all looted all the cheese and Aww. ran off with it. They really wanted their cheese, man. Who doesn't? Yeah. So local authorities began making arrests to, to mm-hmm. restore order. But it seems that they were overwhelmed and outnumbered because the chaos continued and they called for the military (laughs) to restore order. This just gets better and better. That's pretty amazing. Um, At this time, Nottingham was also a garrison town. Mm, Okay. Meaning that troops are already stationed there. Oh, yeah. So the 15th Dragoons were deployed. And I think Dragoons are like, would be like Marines on like horses uh-huh i think you're right yeah um tragically though the dragoons fired shots oh my god at civilians causing multiple injuries and one death oh my god over cheese mm-hmm. someone literally died over cheese <laughs> sorry <laughs> too soon <laughs> william eggleston was killed after having been mistaken for a looter because he was standing next to like a big pile of cheese 
But in reality, he was a cheese farmer and he was protecting his cheese oh. against the looters and he got shot and died. Wow. <sighs> so typical. Several citizens were then detained and brought before the magist- magistrates in their private homes. But then a mob attacked <laughs> where these people were detained. Um and they began smashing the windows and trying to light fire to the houses. So the magistrates released everyone that was detained without charges. It got really rowdy, I guess. Yeah, that's that's one rager right there. This civil unrest that started at the Goose Fair over cheese yeah. continued for several days. Days. It was just chaos on the streets until the military was finally able to restore order. But there were other food related riots in neighboring counties. That oh my year. God. So it like spread. Yeah. After that, Devon and Cornwall also experienced like similar patterns of like, wait, the prices are so high. What do you mean? You're just going to take this and sell it elsewhere. Right. And then they started rioting too. Oh my God. That's so insane. So insane. So, fast forward to 2016. Oh, wow. We made a jump here. A little bit. A little bit. It was the 250th anniversary of the Nottingham Cheese Riot. Nice. And they decided to commemorate this anniversary. The Lord Mayor of Nottingham, Mohammed Zagir, he partnered with local cheese shops. Aww. To, to, you know, sell cheese. (laughs) And honor the cheese riot. Um, in remembrance? In remembrance of the day. Like, the, the cheese. Days. The days of cheese rioting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nottingham reportedly still hosts an annual goose fair. But today it's more about like fair rides and games and it's less about cheese and rioting. You know what? I really want to go to the goose fair and then like bring in cheese and just be like, I'm selling it for like 10 times the market price. (laughs) Just Just see see what happens. Just madness ensues. Yeah. You know, it's just like, you know, some men just want to see the world burn. You know, (laughs) that's just me with cheese. Of course. Right? Yes. (laughs) So that, our lovely listeners, is, it's a brief story, but I thought it was a beautiful one to tell of the Nottingham cheese riot. I don't know if I would describe it as beautiful, but it is incredible. (laughs) Okay, beautiful is probably the wrong word. Yeah, you were just thinking of the cheese, and beautiful was the word that came to mind. You know me really well. I know, I do. That's exactly what happened. That's really, I know, I'm really sad for you (laughs) and for me. (laughs) This was a weird episode even for us. Yeah, even for us, this is a weird, weirdo episode. I misplaced one of my sources. Um, Obviously, Wikipedia was a major source, and then an article on mental floss just called the nottingham cheese riot and there was a third one that i misplaced so if i find it i'll definitely uh link it in our instagram post cool but again i just want to thank jess for this recommendation because this was apparently not beautiful but incredible (laughs) story to tell (laughs) yeah no i mean i will say this was definitely this is like one of the this is like the point of history for weirdos like these types of stories you know like we have ones that are more like you know unsung heroes that deserve mm-hmm. more praise you know or just like people who are just weird in their time maybe good maybe bad whatever mm-hmm. this is just like the other side of where it's like 
like things that are forgotten but are so absurd like we need to talk about them this was so absurd i needed yeah. to talk about it yeah that was so well said i'm i'm glad you did thank you <laughs> yeah well thank you even though you're not a cheese lover and you like was super embarrassing when you said that cheddar was your favorite earlier sharp cheddar sharp cheddar yeah i think you were a great audience thank, thank you. you for listening thank you well okay come on tillamook sharp cheddar cheese you have to admit that's like dank <laughs> <laughs> I did when did you get the little snack ones when you were a kid? They were in like these teeny little squares. I know what those are, but my mom never bought them. Oh no. You know what I you're gonna you're gonna be disgusted. What did you eat instead? Don't tell me. Craft. Yeah. The little like that came in like the plastic like wrap. No Yeah, that's I that's why I didn't really like cheese growing. I was like, this sounds kinda nasty. I think I mean it is nasty. Those craft singles can be good if you make them on like a really buttery grilled cheese no oh, yeah that's that's a fair point yeah but otherwise they're not very good i'm sorry i hope i didn't offend anyone listening to this like, yes yeah, stephanie is a like a cheese snob like you know how there's some people who are like winos and they're like they're like oh, i only snobs. like 2016 you know yeah um that's you with cheese yeah it is yeah we got to go to a very, very old, like hundreds of years old cheese shop in London. Oh, it smelled so bad. I wanted to live there and never leave. It was so cool. Um, I love cheese. The gods don't love me. Like I said, I now have developed lactose intolerance. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. That's like such a cruel like irony. It is very cruel. But I've heard that sometimes since you can randomly develop it you can also heal from it mm, that's so true i'm gonna work on healing that so i yeah. can go to the goose fair have some cheese cause some riding well, I mean, every time we go to europe it's fine because their their practices with food is just so much cleaner than ours to be honest yeah so. it, it has not been a problem in europe you're right yeah we even... guess we gotta move to europe <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well weirdos thank you so much for listening to our story as always you can find us on instagram at history for weirdos Please drop us comments or send us messages if you want. You know, give us more suggestions because, you know, occasionally we do listen to them. <laughs> yes, we <laughs> do love to hear your suggestions. Let us know any feedback you have for the show. Thank you, as always, so much for listening. If you think you know anyone who might like the podcast, please recommend it. That seems to be one of the biggest ways that people find the podcast is via recommendations. And thank you all for being a part of this community. Yeah, thanks, weirdos. Until thank next you, time. Thank you, weirdos. Bye. Bye.